the hard shoulder on Newstalk with Nissan's big electric switch. Scrappage is now available on your old car when you switch to a 100% electric Nissan Leaf. As always at this time on a Wednesday, John Fardy, the presenter of Screen Time and Off the Ball, Sue Murphy, have joined me to go through the best movie and TV picks for the week ahead. You're both very welcome, folks, as always. I mean, we have to start with Line of Duty because I mentioned it earlier. I mentioned that I did find this series a bit of a slog, certainly up until the episode was it last Sunday week when everything suddenly went bonkers. How have you found it, Sue? I feel like I'm in this massive maze and I'm like, I'm never going to find my way out of this. <laughs> so like, we went back to season one because we had got to a point like, you know, when they have that uh, that incident room in a, in a cop show, I feel like we could easily do that in our sitting room wall at this stage with all the characters. I'm like, oh, yeah. Are all I know, these yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I'm loving it. Like I thought the end of the last episode, spoiler alert for anyone who's listening, with the, the Kate stuff and the, the gunshots in the background oh, and the way yeah. the music... I, incredibly done like I nearly passed out on the couch afterwards but they're really building up aren't they it, it is about time though someone episode. properly tried to kill Kate or Steve I mean they're they're so quick to kill everybody else and yet they let these two <laughs> run around with impunity I mean if I was the, the OCG to use the slang uh, I, I'd have knocked these lads off a long time ago back in season one I'd have said here get rid of that little snooker player she's a goner I really think that she's not going to last <gasps> to the end of the Ooh. season John yeah well, as I said last week, I'm not watching oh, it, so I'm thinking right, I'm going John. to HR because right, this is the second time you started. You know, <laughs> uh, well, I love the bit where the alien comes. Oh, the way we ha- oh, John, we haven't. People haven't got to that. Spoiler alert. Anyway, you have to say things. Um, listen, most of our listeners, unlike John, are watching it. Certainly, judging by uh, the text reaction, we'll give you a few tips though what you can watch between now and episode six coming up next Sunday. And Sue, your first TV pick for the week ahead: Mayor of Easttown. Tell me about it. Yeah, this went out in Sky Atlantic um, on Monday night. It's a HBO and I, I'm one of those people that as soon as I see the HBO logo at any start of any show, I'm like, I'm in. I don't care what it is. Um, <laughs> and it's on now as well. Kate Winslet plays this uh, detective called Mayor and she's in this kind of small Pennsylvania town. Um, there's an unsolved murder that's kind of haunting her in the background and she's trying to keep her life together. You're pretty sure something has happened to her son, but you're not quite sure what. She's looking after her grandson. Um, she doesn't have a very good relationship with her mother her marriage is broken down it's general misery for an hour I don't think she cracks one smile right. across the 60 minutes of the first episode but in the background you have that unsolved murder and something else happens before the end of the first episode she's put back on this case that she really doesn't want to go back to that she says she's exhausted all leads on and the her boss says no you have to go back to this like the mother is very upset about not finding a body it's it's quite traumatic for everyone and every single person has something really bad happening to them in the first episode it's a bit of a scene setter it takes a, a while to kind of bed in on that for but by the time it gets to the end of the first episode you're like yeah I'm, I'm in I'm ready to go for the rest so it's seven episodes all together Everywhere I've read is that it's misery and dark, but well worth it. And I'd, I'd have to say the same thing. I'm just, I don't know if it's me getting a bit sick of the detective shows that have the detective that has like an alcohol problem and the wife's left or the family's gone. And you're just like, oh my God, here we go again. But so I always get sucked into them then as soon as I start watching them. So there's definitely something to be said. Oh, there, there, there it, is a formula there. And the reason the formula exists is because it works. Exactly. The, the taciturn <laughs> yeah. detective with a dark past. Yeah. Uh, you know, plays yeah. by his own rules as well, Sue. That's very important, you know. <laughs> well, she book. definitely does. Um, all um, right, go on. 
No, I was just going to say Guy Pearce turns up in this ep- the first episode right. and you're just like, what the hell? You, I didn't recognise him at first. I was like, I recognise that person. He's got really long hair and he's a, a, a professor. Just a bit of a weird inclusion. But he's very good in the first episode. I'm really suspicious about him, but I'll see how it goes. All right, okay. Uh, can you watch it all on demand or do you have to wait week by week? Week by week. All right, yeah, week by I week. Mayor of East Town, uh, Sky Atlantic and Now TV. You can watch back what you've missed. Uh, John, your first movie pick... For the week ahead, My Octopus Teacher on Netflix. Let's take a quick listen. It's a hard thing to explain, but sometimes you just get a feeling and you know there's, there's something to this creature that's very unusual. There's something to learn here. There's something special about her. And then I had this crazy idea. What happens if I just went every day? What happens if I I never missed a day? All right. This is a romantic movie about a man and an octopus, John, is it? <laughs> well, you see, fact is stranger than fiction. This has been here for a few weeks, so I'm late getting into it. Okay. But I think it's highly likely that it's going to win Best Documentary at the Oscars on Sunday night. Uh, this is a remarkable documentary. So... Who you heard there was a guy called Craig Foster, and he was a kind of filmmaker, a natural history, wildlife kind of guy who traveled around the world and just got a bit world weary and was going through a kind of crisis in his life. And he was back home in South Africa and he started going to this kind of underground kelp water forest. And he befriends, like this sounds like a Disney movie, right? But he befriends this octopus and when they go to make a film about it, he had 3,000 hours of footage. I actually spoke to the director a few weeks ago. And the way it looks is just beautiful. But more than that, this, I don't want to give too much away, but yeah. he, he begins this healing relationship. I'm aware of how odd this sounds with an octopus. And then it kind of goes into other things that move on from this relationship it's as i like i don't want to give a spoiler but it's it's remarkable and it's as odd as it sounds and it looks absolutely beautiful and in a weird kind of way maybe you know a story for now is in terms of realizing what's on our doorstep you know this guy was only diving down five ten feet like he wasn't he was he was uh open water swimming he was just had a snorkel and stuff so he was going down holding his breath for about maybe 90 seconds and coming back up but the footage is remarkable but also the idea of a human befriending an underwater animal like it sounds like a disney movie but it isn't like you should watch this not everyone will love it a lot of people have loved it, but everyone will definitely admit, I think, to never having seen anything quite like this before. It reminds me of, remember Paul the Octopus in 2010 who kept picking the winners of the World Cup? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. basically it's like that. like that. <laughs> well, he looks, the octopus in question looks a lot like Paul. That's wow. probably where the similarity ends. All right, okay. Yeah. Sue, have you seen it? So it's not what... Yes. Well... Go on, yeah, sorry. I loved it. I, okay. I like. I agree with John. Like the footage he gets is incredible. There's one scene in particular where a shark um attacks the octopus, and he's describing it, and then he starts to show it, and you're like, "How did you get that footage? It's incredible. Mm. It's so worth watching. It's really, really, really good." All right. Oh, okay. Well, your your next pick that is uh, my octopus teacher, and as John said, it's on Netflix and likely to win an Oscar. 
for Best Documentary. Uh, Sue, Leonardo, it is on Amazon Prime. I've seen this pushed on Amazon Prime up at the, the top of the screen. You've seen it. Is it any good? <laughs> this is more of a please stay away from this oh, kind God. of pick. Um, yeah, I was really disappointed because uh, like Aidan Turner has actually done some great work lately and obviously Paul Dark yeah, is most of, Most of it topless, go on. Most are topless, and there there is some topless in this. Like if you're looking for that kind is. of internal, you will find it. Of course, there is. I said it myself. My wife saw this, and we said they'll definitely he'll definitely get his kit off. They'll work out some way for him to get his kit off. <laughs> and he does, and he does. But uh, basically, he plays Leonardo da Vinci, and it's kind of the start of his career. He's he's uh, working with a guy who's an apprentice. He tries to actually the most of it is him trying to become the apprentice to this famous painter. I the reason I was actually like I would be interested in this is I I studied art in school, and to watch what you studied is kind of incredible. But I, I got to the end of the episode, and I went, I think I'd actually prefer to watch a Discovery a Discovery Channel documentary than watch that. Right. It was just it. Like it is obviously fiction and they've, you know, embellished some of the stuff around it. But my God, it moves very slowly. The script is, it's not great. The performances aren't great. It looks good is about the only thing I can say about it. But it's it's very, it would be very disappointing because there's a lot you could do with Leonardo da Vinci at, that would make it a very good series. And All I right. think it might have just been in the wrong hands. All right. Well, listen, we have a little clip. Let's take a listen. I'm Leonardo from Vinci. You're very beautiful in spite of how you suffer. Or, or perhaps because of it. Do you always sound so strange or is it something you need to work at? Hmm? So I, I don't draw like the others do. You don't talk much like them either. No, no. They draw what they want the world to see. An ideal, I don't draw that. I draw what I see. Oh wow! Yes, Aiden Turner. <laughs> this one, there's one scene in particular <laughs> when he goes down. He's like, "This is my favorite place," and he brings her to like a well where people wash their clothes. And then there's this whole scene where they're like laughing with people washing clothes in the background, and you're like, "What is going on? Right. It's so bad." Like, right, sounds kind of like Dickensian or something. We might leave it there, yeah. and I'll just take your word for it uh, to avoid it. Uh, John, your your next uh, pick, your next movie pick is Black Bear. Tell me about it. Yeah, so in a weird kind of way, the two movies I'm doing this week are both very unusual, uh, as in not the normal stuff you do on a movie review. And this is, you know, I watch a lot of movies, you know, for this gig. And uh, this really woke me from my slumber, so to speak. Again, it might not be for everyone, but it's a fascinating kind of movie because it's basically two movies. So what we have here is there's a couple, uh, gay, played by Christopher Abbott. People know him. He was in Girls. Then there's a girl... He's not sure if they're married, called Blair. Uh, Sarah Godden plays her. And they're living in kind of, I, it's probably upstate New York or somewhere in the country. And they're renting out their home as kind of an artist's retreat. And this lady, Alison, arrives. She's a filmmaker. She might be struggling with her next film, no one's really sure, played by Aubrey Plaza. She's been in Parks and Recs and lots of stuff like that. And they basically sit around uh, and chat and it turns out that Gabe and Blair are kind of having a rocky relationship. Blair's pregnant as well, and we're not sure how thrilled they are. And Blair's continuing to drink wine, even though she's pregnant. And it seems that Alison might be slightly attracted to Gabe and Gabe back to her. And it turns into this kind of domestic row nearly. And then it stops halfway through. And the three actors return in slightly different roles, playing 
possible different version of themselves. And I do one more thing and then I'll stop talking because it could be a spoiler. In what appears to be a movie that may be being made. It's a wild, wacky ride. I watched it with my wife because she always helps me with these things because I think I've seen too too many movies at some stage to be objective. And her take on it was... Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm glad I watched it. I'm not sure, but I'm glad I watched it. You won't see another movie like this this year or possibly any other year. Mm. It was a beguiling kind of watch. I'm not sure if it's an amazing film, but it was well worth the trip, you know? All right, okay. So would you recommend it? I would, but it's not a film I'll probably ever watch again. Okay. But I immensely enjoyed it. And that's why I don't want to say too much about it because I think the less you know about it, the better. It's available uh, to stream this Friday video on demand platforms. All right. Black Bear is Black the name Bear. of it. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what I immensely enjoyed, Sue. The Burren, the documentary. It was super, you, yeah, super. I, I loved it. Yeah, I really, really. And I'm not a kind of, I, I do like nature documentaries, but usually with animals, I'm not big into stuff around all floral and fauna. I, I wouldn't really get into that. But I this is just beautiful. And they were talking about it on the radio last week. And I was like, I must actually check it out. It's two episodes. There's one that's already up in the um, RT player. There's another one on this Sunday at half six. And it's um, Katrina Casso had gone out and shot all of these beautiful, oh, beautiful it's, shots. It's spectacular. And I think why I enjoyed it so much is I wasn't expecting to watch it. My son wanted to watch it. He saw an ad and said, oh, I'd like that. Aww. So we sat down and watched it. And I, I just was blown away. It was brilliant. It looked so good. And the information in it was incredible. Yeah, I thought it was fascinating. And all the people that they have involved, like it's people that are so obsessed with the burn as well that are telling you why it's so amazing, like farmers, biologists. But I thought the whole bit about the cuckoo in the middle, I just got so fascinated with the cuckoo afterwards and started looking it up. And, out, like, and I just, I've never really been like that. Or the little uh, goats as well. I was like, oh, I paused it and went, look at the little goats. <laughs> I just, like, it was just so, so beautiful. And a lovely, like just a lovely thing to watch for an hour and kind of take you out of everything. Can't recommend it enough. Really, really liked it, actually. Yeah. Uh, listen, as Sue said, there's an episode up in the RTE player and the next episode is on Sunday at 6.30. Is that right, Sue? 6.30, yeah. yeah. 6.30. Burren, yeah. Heart of Stone. It is absolutely uh, brilliant. Listen, thank you both. John Farty, presenter of Screen Time and Off the Balls, Sue Murphy. 